Welcome back to another episode of Soma Soulworks. Where do faith and art meet? What does it mean to be made in God's image, knowing his nature as a creator? This podcast is an open-ended wrestling with God at the seam of Christianity and creativity as artisans working in the world of arts and entertainment. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Soma Soulworks. Uh, I told the guys here in the studio that we were going to talk about authenticity. Uh, however, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change it up for just a second. There was a conversation that started this morning that I want to riff on, um, and uh, and it would very much go in the theme of the uh, uh, of the achievement guide. So this is still in the theme, but I realized we have there's something you said, Neil, about the value of humor. Uh, in 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 a in a studio in a in a in any environment, and you seemed to feel that that we were doing something a little different, and so in that regard, or at least it was unusual for the. the you said you've never laughed at a job so much, so much, yeah. And uh, yep. and I, I will take that as a as a as a value. I think honestly, like humor and and having fun is is a value around soma that maybe it's hard to put a, a it's hard to put a number to it or something, but I think it's very true. And I was, you guys were pointing out the the Discord thread you guys have been having on the cooking game. It's like a comedy show the all time, right? It's like this this line of warring memes all day long. And uh, I just if, if, we'll see where this episode goes, if anywhere. But mm-hmm. I thought we'd talk a little bit about humor and the value of humor, especially in a high stress yeah. environment. So necessary. So tell me a little bit about what your experience has been um, outside. Uh, and I don't, I don't, I'm not always trying to make this thing about like Soma's different. So it doesn't have to be that. But what has been your experience in your career around this idea of like what does humor look like in your workplace? That's, or does it? That's what I was thinking about earlier is like my experience so far, which is much more of the film industry background and, and a little bit of studio stuff. And I have an indie team as well. But the camaraderie that's here, which allows for kind of free-flowing humor, right? Like it's so like – Oh, this, it's okay to be silly and fun and and make some jokes. And this is top down, which is which is I think the core difference. And you would still have humor on set and and in the studio and the people we'd hang with. But because like the feeling of oh, we'd still do that because it's just normal for us to do that. But if leadership is is um, actually kind of showing you it's okay to do that, mm. that's different than just normal camaraderie with all my coworkers, right? Like on set, we'd still make jokes and still be silly and fun, but you do it quickly and then you go back to work, right? The seriousness of, of oh, I need to get this done next, I need to get this done next, always take precedence. Mm-hmm. And it still does it so much, but there's this joy of just being able to relate and and be funny and 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 a little bit more open with each other because... Like what I see with with your style of leadership, with some of the stuff that comes out of Mark, Brandon, like others that are leading out, even with Aaron, she's she's really funny, especially at moments. And it's so cool because the leadership now is is showing this to everyone that it's okay to take a breather from the stressful, hard deadline. We have this done and do this week. We have this dude. I mean, there's always the stress because it's mm-hmm. part of the industry. But because that 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 humor is allowed from leadership everyone just oh, they can breathe a little easier and they can go with i have this funny idea i want to share it <laughs> yeah. and it's okay like it's not like shunned where it can be shunned in other situations that i've dealt with so 
My bucket list is to get Dirkie to belly laugh. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. There's one one thing that I'd say I've arrived. <laughs> There's definitely some smiles from him, but uh, yeah, belly yeah. laugh. Yeah, but I mean just like a straight up belly laugh. Oh, my God. That would be that would be awesome. That would be an achievement, right? That, that's why this belongs to <laughs> the achievement guy. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, I like – that's really good, Neil. Um Kind of the leadership top down, giving people permission. Permission, um, yeah. You know, and and having that level of vulnerability and authenticity. I know in a in a like a large AAA environment, um, it's it's fun and humor is seen as you're taking things lightly, you're being cavalier, mm-hmm. you're not being disciplined. And this is serious business. Yes, yes. it is serious business. It's a distraction. There's millions and millions of dollars at stake, and so. The fact that you're making light of anything um, shows me that you're not really serious or that you're not really committed or have a full, complete understanding or appreciation of just what the hell, you know, we're working on here and, and the responsibility we have. So, you know, stop it kind of a deal. It's like, wow, you know, that's that's crazy. Serious, sir. Yeah. Well, it got to that it got to that point to where, you know, the, the producer would walk away or the CEO would walk away and we'd, you know, we'd backbite him. Mm. Good Lord, man. Pull it out of the keister, dude. Seriously, right. take a breath. Um, but you know, I knowing what I know now, I understand what he or she was was under and the pressure and you know the microscope that you know. So, but I think Soma, and again, I can only illustrate Soma because I've never really worked in another environment that had as much freedom, um, and uh, I feel safe. There's just been mm. a, there's been a real cultivation of safety. Um, that has been produced in the atmosphere around our around our culture. It's been something of great value. Um, so, it's, yeah. yeah. What about you, Brandon? What I just what's been your experience in this topic in, so far in, in other places? It's very much like what Mark was alluding to, um, especially when, you know when you start getting up in these AAA games that take four or five years, and their budgets are. You know, yeah. arguably bigger. Yeah, and than, they're annually franchised. They're bigger than said, like yeah. movies. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's highly stressful. It's there's already an expectation of like you know you're always kind of behind schedule, um, and so the fact that you took the time to like make the meme or do something funny mm-hmm. is like no, we don't have time for that. Even though mm-hmm. it was needed, mm-hmm. it's like you know you're not you're not serious enough or you know this is the stakes are so high that it's just kind of it's kind of discouraged um at EA they actually had a digital clock above each studio because it was an open studio environment um up in uh, Burnaby um they had a clock with a countdown timer of when the production was supposed to be done no kidding yeah like a and doomsday clock out. yeah Literally. it was a doomsday clock so Whoa. you know there'd be like you know 427 hours you know, so many minutes and seconds. That's brutal. That was brutal. And you'd it would be right there at the door on the outside of the door and on the inside of the door. So you'd see it coming and you'd see it leaving. Ay, ay, ay. Just even the thought of that drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That was that I mean, was if a, you were a contractor at EA, let's be real, that clock told you when you were going to be out of job. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. A good, that's a good point. Now this is many years ago. So I don't I don't know if if that's still enforced, but that gives you kind of an understanding of just how how serious some of these some of these studios and some of these uh, businesses take, you know, that level of uh, I don't know. It just sucks the air out of the room. Yeah, 
Let me the same idea. Now apply it to your church. Yeah, there's a time clock on our church. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. <laughs> Actually, I gotta say, <laughs> at Bethel, they do. They have got a they got a big digital clock at the back. So, I've seen that. But so they also have like yeah, services so, stacked well, up. Well, no, yes, of course. Do. But I'm just I'm I'm totally making light of it. It's obviously yeah. so so. Bill Johnson or Valadin or whatever, they understand that. Okay, gotta land the plane. You know, <laughs> I can't. I think the thing is, like, so many churches, like, humor is also not encouraged. It's just oh, not part right. of the culture of the church, right? Because it's serious business. People no, are going to no, hell, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if you've ever seen. There's a, there's this drawing of of a laughing Jesus. Yeah, and it's one of my favorite. Drawings. My father-in-law has that in his house. I think it is so. It's delivering. It's so cool. <laughs> I feel delivered every time I see that. But it's so rare. <laughs> it's true. Uh, in uh, in Beautiful Outlaw, John Eldridge has he's talking about all these personality traits of Jesus that if you're not paying attention, you could really easily miss. And one of the my favorite chapters in that is the one about Christ's humor and these cracks. And and I. He goes through pieces of scripture that I just never thought about like that. And, and uh, one of my favorite stories is, this is, if you remember early in the story, Jesus and Peter are like, hey, fish on the other side of the boat. Here's the thing. Yeah. And then after the resurrection, we have this echo of the same thing. And so you think about this moment where these guys are all down. Of course, they're all depressed. Jesus is dead. Peter's all pissed off. I'm going fishing. And then, mm-hmm. and then Jesus is out there on the shore, like cracking jokes with them. Yeah. You know, like, hey, by the way, like you don't even know who I am. And, and, there, and it <laughs> becomes this echo of this old, like, inside gag, uh-huh. right? And and uh, and it's just this interesting moment. It's like, can we even yeah, can picture we, God laughing? Yeah. Can we humanize Jesus, who came in human form? Yeah. You know, and experienced everything that we experienced, and we sure as hell experienced laughter. Yeah. And humor. Yeah. And, and it's one of our greatest joys. It, it yes. really is. It reminds me of the the series that's going on right now, um, Chosen. Yeah. Mm. Now they're taking, you know, obviously they're they're taking obviously artistic and, you know, cinematic license on, on certain things. I mean, there wasn't everything that was recorded about Jesus and what he liked or didn't like or what was his favorite food or, you know. But, I mean, there was the, there was a one time where Jesus was at uh, the wedding where he changed water to wine and uh, – uh, I believe it was Simon that was talking about his brother who couldn't dance. He had like two left feet. Right. And and he leans over to Jesus and says, maybe you can do something about that. <laughs> and Jesus is like, there's even some things I can't do. I can't do. <laughs> you know? and, and everybody was busting out because they saw and they knew who he was. And for him to say something like that and put himself down yeah. in that way, it's just like, yeah, you know what? That that makes sense. I could I could see that. I really, really could. Yeah. And that shows a lot of security and identity in who you are. In in a sense of yeah. I, I know who I am, so I can make fun. You know, it doesn't define me. <laughs> and humor is so humanizing, mm-hmm. right? Humor is that thing that that lets us all, like you said, like kind of let loose, be free. Um, it, it kind of uh, evens a playing field. You know, in a, in an office. Um, oh yeah, it does level the playing field. Yeah, it, it, it flattens. It certainly flattens the hierarchy because you said it yourself. Like if you have a a producer or someone who, you know, kind of. Whatever he's he's got the stick up his butt and you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, it's like he's setting himself away from the plebes right <laughs> like yeah you guys are a bunch of children walking around you're making jokes um, but that's you know I'm whatever my suit's too big for that um, humor humor flattens all that we all become human when we crack it up with the same joke yeah. you know <laughs> just you know, a second ago like what started this is I. I, I talk about the end of the last podcast and I talk about using pinch it off is this phrase I use, which just kind of came out, didn't think about it, but all of a sudden it was cracking up like that yeah. was probably not the right phrase to use. Yeah. But <laughs> but, but don't I just want that to be a, a thing that we all can do, right? Totally. 
anyways. <laughs> and James, James was like, maybe I should cut that, or maybe I should add a sound that effect. A- <laughs> <laughs> that was a great line. <laughs> it's also like going back to when you're talking about the studio experience and the seriousness of there. Like that's one of the things. Like working in the film industry, it's so serious, and it's the the, the big numbers that are affecting the leadership and, and their decisions on not letting people to be free, but also this this really harsh deadlines and this militaristic way to get it done on budget, on schedule, and and stay efficient in every way. And for some reason, this idea of, well, if you add humor and relationship, it gets in the way. And it's the opposite truth. Yeah. And that's what's kind of interesting is like, actually, if you allow people to be free, and be silly and 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 fully understand and relate with each other in in humor and beyond like actually be friends and so on then your team is actually way more efficient yeah, the and you produce awesome art and play and because they're relaxed and mm. they can talk better and the communication goes what up yes. a lot yeah it does a lot a lot because it's hard to communicate when you're in this stuffy i can't like yeah, where you're you, you monitoring my, every word yeah. that comes out of your mouth and you're, you're overthinking and overanalyzing. Uh, yeah, the freedom gets absolutely stifled, I think, professionally, creatively, relationally, all of it. Isn't that a funny thing? Go back to that same idea as like it did your, your, our picture of Christ, our picture of God. Like it's so much locked up in how we imagine real life, how we imagine what's what's important. And uh and so I can't help but think about in the same church, like if we can't imagine God laughing, we're missing something so precious and so good that he made and how that can communicate across. It creates such a crazy message for people. You know, the Frozen Chosen, we have these jokes about, <laughs> about churches just like nothing's, nothing's funny, everything's damn serious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a hot mess. Mm. It is. It's also not a picture of a loving God. Like, how can you have a loving God without humor, joy, yeah. laughter, the the things that give us life? That's part of loving. So the fact that we would, no, we're going to neuter that and yeah. it's going to be sterile. What? Yeah. No, you can only be serious. What? Yeah. That's not God. Yeah, I think I think a lot of times in professional environments, we've we've forgotten how to celebrate the small moments. Mm. Celebrations, they only deserve on the big moments, on the release or the milestone met or, or something of that nature. I even think of it just um, from uh, just even here in the West, in the United States. You know, you go to other countries and they, they celebrate a meal. A family gets together. I mean, bottles of wine are opened and nobody leaves a table for hours. You know, but here in the West, it's like boom, boom. You know, sit down, eat up, back go to back the grind. To work. Yeah. Go back to the grind. And said, like, "Hmm, you know, that's that's unfortunate. It's terribly unfortunate. So much opportunity and story sharing and and vulnerability and identity lost, and being able to see and hear somebody, which is what everybody, the human condition, is clamoring for, clamoring for in the first place. That's why I think it's actually more important to over communicate right now. I know we have like all these remote contractors, and it could be." like so sterile and businesslike mm-hmm. communicating with them. But I try to like go out of my way when I, when I meet with the people on our, the people on our team, just to like, how's your day going? You know, like 
because everyone is like struggling mm-hmm. uh, right now and it just you know to get a chance to see how they're doing check in with them um I think it's important, especially just with everyone being remote now, just to have a kind of next, another level of like personalness to that. Um, yeah, engagement. Engage, yeah. yeah. So that's good, Brandon. There's some, I, something that Neil said, and you kind of hinted at the same idea. Um, it does seem worth saying, yes, in this, in this podcast, the humor probably has a measurable benefit to communication and productivity, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure that's all true. But on the other hand, I want to make sure that you don't, that we don't sort of suggest humor in order to get, like, it's not a tool, <laughs> right? It's, it's not a lever to pull. And it, like, it's, it's, it's because it's life, right? That's why. It's I think timing is everything like, with humor, right? right? So, yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. And I, I, I just, I, I love, that's some of my favorite moments in the Red Bull games are these moments of humor. Oh, like, yeah. or, or, like remember, is, remember the, one of our characters came out with like the eyeballs? Oh, gosh. And somebody, you know, memed it up, of course. <clears throat> it's like, yeah, we got to do that. Like, yes. it's fun stuff. It's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not to mention some of the concept art that came in. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, You're going to need to cut this part. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, I, I don't know, like we could keep talking about this or whatever, but it was kind of a, a, a mm. uh, an audible here. So so uh, we can cut it short if you like. But I, I, it does seem worth recording of, I think it needs to be one of our core values. And maybe actually, maybe it's worth adding to the achievement guide as a topic. Mm-hmm. Um, as, a, as something that I think really could be a different thing, a different way to, mm-hmm. to, to work. It definitely would like probably fall under like culture or something. Like this is this is something we value in our culture. Um, Feels like that's the context. I liked I liked the fact that Neil, you brought out the word joy, Mm. and I think it's different than Mm. humor. Yeah, humor sounds like something you have to work towards. Joy sounds something so much more natural in a sense, organic and and organic, holistic. You know, throw the word that fits there. I don't know. I just a culture of joy, a celebration. I like that. And it's really, really. I, I think that's uh, that's very healthy. Not just humor, because sure. humor takes on all different kinds of shades. You know, dark humor, dry humor. You know, whatever. butt humor, butt humor. <laughs> <laughs> you pinch it off humor. <laughs> but joy, joy is uh, it encapsulates so much more. Yeah. You know, celebrations. What I like to say. Yeah. Just, just recently, someone I, I heard you've heard this uh, phrase: "The joy of the Lord is my strength" for mm-hmm. a long time, right? Yeah. And I've mm-hmm. always, I've always experienced that verse as something like, "I take joy in the Lord, and that makes me strong." Something like that, right? So it's, it's really, it's my joy, but it's my joy at the Lord. So that's something. But all of a sudden, the other day, it turned out made totally different, and it was like, no, it's and not that, that, not that this is exclusionary, but the joy that God has, the joy of His own life, His own experience, His own effulgent happiness like that is my strength too like that, the fact that he's having a great time um and and i can lean into that and mm-hmm. learn from that and and find strength in that like it was just a, i kind of saw it from the opposite direction that's cool for that, the first time that gives me a really clear picture of a, a father like lovingly laughing and enjoying their child and the picture of watching the father laugh and his enjoyment that does give life. Yeah. Like it's, it is, it's so true if you just visualize that. And that's a great, that yeah, that's a great image. Mm. All right. Thank you. Thank you for this. I know it was a, it was kind of a, a curveball. Um, we're going <laughs> to, 
we're going to stop this one with, <laughs> without any jokes in this time. <laughs> and, uh, and thanks very much. Uh, we'll catch you on the next episode of Soma Soulworks Podcast. Thank you for joining us. This is just one offering from Soma Soulworks, a production of Soma Games. To learn more, check out somasoulworks.com. And we'd appreciate your support through patreon.com slash somasoulworks.